everyone. It's Evelyn, your host of Now I Get It, today's entertainment business news in five minutes or less. Okay, okay. I know in my last episode, I said that Elon Musk buying 9% of Twitter wasn't a big deal. And this Thursday, he announced that he actually wants to buy 100% of Twitter. But guess what, everyone? Technically, I was right. 9% isn't a big deal compared to buying 100% of the company. (laughs) Well, today I'm going to talk about why I don't think Elon Musk may even be a bad thing for Twitter if this deal goes through. By the end of this episode, you'll also be able to say, now I get it. So here's the background of everything that's happened since our last episode. Over the weekend, Elon Musk's official position as the 12th board member of Twitter was supposed to go into effect. The only problem was he never signed the paperwork that would have finalized this. Earlier this week on Monday, Elon said that he was rejecting the board member seat. A lot of journalists and pundits speculated, oh, he just gave up. This was all a big joke to him. But remember what I said in the last episode? As a board member, you can only control up to 14% of the company at Twitter, which is something, but not everything. To me, this felt like a leash holding Elon Musk back. This felt like a 14% ceiling to Elon Musk's ambitions with Twitter, the company. Well, Thursday morning in an SEC filing, Elon Musk offered to acquire all shares of Twitter that he does not own for $54.20 per share, which put the company's value at $43 billion. This represents a 38% premium over the closing price back on April 1st, which was the last trading day before Elon disclosed that he had become Twitter's biggest shareholder. Just for context, him buying Twitter at $43 billion is just a fraction of his total net worth of $302 billion. Elon did say that his cash offer was his best and final, according to the filing, and that if it was not accepted, he would have to reconsider his position as a shareholder. So the assumption here is that if he doesn't get to own all of it, then he might sell everything that he does own already, which would definitely affect Twitter's stock price in a bad way. The company said that its board, remember, this is 11 people, Elon would have been the 12th will carefully review Elon's proposal to buy out the company and determine the best course of action that would be in the best interest of the company and Twitter stockholders. Twitter's board isn't forced to accept Elon Musk's bid, even though it's a pretty generous offer, if it decides that it's not in the company's best interest. Here's business lesson of the day. Thanks to the so-called business judgment rule, A U.S. company's board of directors has wide latitude to determine how it evaluates its ultimate fiduciary duty. After Elon's announcement on Thursday to buy Twitter, Twitter stock went up as high as 13% than the day before, but by the end of the day, it had slipped into negative territory, which meant that it was at a lower stock price than when the day even began. Some say that this is Wall Street showing doubts that this offer will even be accepted. Now that we're all caught up, I have a couple reasons why I think that Elon Musk could be really good for Twitter. First off, I think that Elon may be the least corrupt person to run Twitter. Now hear me out. Elon Musk is the richest person in the world, like the number one richest at a net worth of $302 billion. Number two richest person in the world is Jeff Bezos, who's behind him at $194 billion. So that's over like a $100 billion difference. And then down the list of the top 10, you got Bill Gates, Warren Buffett, the founders of Google, etc. My opinion is that when you're the richest person in the world at this level, you are weirdly the least corrupt because money doesn't sway you because you have all the money. Fame doesn't blur your judgment, because with this kind of money comes fame. 
And you don't need to bend to the will of politicians when they're the ones actually knocking on your door asking for donations. So that's why I believe Elon has all the power here. And his fortune hasn't come from greed. It's come from the success of his businesses where he's just trying to change the world. This brings me to my second point. Elon's track record speaks for itself. So I watched this Bloomberg documentary on Elon Musk a few years ago, and it was clear as day that he's a genius. Like, legit, he was a child prodigy, had a photographic memory, loved science and encyclopedias. He programmed a video game at the age of 12 and sold it to a tech magazine. He has this famous quote that I love, something along the lines of, I grew up with everyone telling me, like, don't invent the wheel, but I thought, why shouldn't I? If the wheel is broken or could be better, why can't I reinvent the wheel? And I feel like that goes hand in hand with him having the courage and confidence to come up with ideas such as Tesla and then SpaceX. My third point about why Elon Musk could be good for Twitter is that Elon definitely runs on principle. So there's a lot of people saying, why would Elon Musk care about um having free speech on Twitter? Why does he want Twitter to be subscription only and get rid of ads? That's less money for Twitter. But to me, it makes sense. Like, like I said, Elon's a genius. Elon has big ideas. Like Elon doesn't actually get bogged down by capitalism like the rest of us. You know, I think for him buying Twitter, it truly is not about making money. It's about principle. And his principle is that Elon wants Twitter to be more about free speech than about tightening and restricting free speech. In his letter to the SEC this week, he said, I invested in Twitter as I believe in its potential to be the platform for free speech around the globe. And I believe free speech is a societal imperative for functioning democracy. His letter concludes with, Twitter has extraordinary potential. I will unlock it. There will definitely be a lot more that comes from this. So probably will be an episode three coming your way next week. Uh, Speaking of next week, since it's Friday, let's discuss what I've been binging this week finally started pachinko this week told you everyone and my gosh it is a high quality drama for sure atlanta has been amazing so far this season i mean that reparations episode with justin bartha chef's kiss i'm also still enjoying we crashed and my biggest surprise of the week is that the new kardashian show on hulu is actually a breath of fresh air compared to their e keeping up with the kardashians the editing is way more modern and makes me realize just what an outdated and corny time we are living in back with keeping up with the Kardashians. Sometimes you just don't know what you don't know. Well, that's it for today's episode, everyone. I hope you learned a lot and I will see you next time. Bye.